Welcome to Pigskins and Pageantry, a podcast dedicated to all things SEC football. My name is Wes, and I'd like to invite you to join me, Jesse, and Matt each week as we discuss last week's games, news from around the league, make predictions for the upcoming games, and much, much more. Um, what's up, everybody? It's Wes. Um, welcome back. It seems like we just did this. It's weird. So, uh... We'll come back for another mini-sode where we will catch up with Matt, who is apparently passed out at his desk. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just, he's been up to so much lately. Gosh, look at the poor guy. I'm, de- I'm dead, Wes. I'm dead of heartbreak. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, well, um, we'll find out more about that in a, in a second, I guess. Uh, we will also talk about recent news, make predictions, as usual. And then we're going to talk some food for just for fun. So, hey. More to more to follow on that exciting stuff ahead. Jesse, what's happening? Happy to be back for part two. Um, feel like I got a lot of feelings out on the last episode, so I think this one will be more positive and lighthearted. Positivity. That's what it's all about. We're gonna But Mercury is still in retrograde. It is. And I saw a meme, and obviously if it's a meme, it has to be trusted on instagram that said that it's not just mercury in retrograde it's like seven planets in oh, retrograde. wow so, so buckle up yeah America. everybody just drink water and mind your own in the business because that's yeah. the best thing to do right now yeah let's just look straight ahead and get through this uh matt um i i know that you may not be are you conscious right now like texas Rude. Texas. So rude. You had them. You had them. Just, just. Is this so a you had one job thing? And then, and then, and then their quarterback had to go, Duh, and completely squash any hopes. And at just. I don't think he squashed. I think he lightly tiptoed on it because we only won listen, by one. That, <laughs> no, like little... no, no, no. Listen, if it weren't for Bryce, y'all would have lost that game. Point we left. almost lost it with the- <laughs> I know, but still, he, you you should thank your lucky stars. He plays quarterback and he's as talented as he is. I am thinking Texas, my lucky stars for a lot of things. Um, that was, we should have lost that game. That uh, that was psychotic. Psychotic. Well, that's shoot, shoot psychosis. It's perfect segue because uh, now that Matt has joined us, we really would like to get our thoughts or his thoughts on the games from last week. Anything more on Bama, Texas? Uh, any other games? I know you probably want to talk about Tennessee a little bit. What you got? Um, yeah, so Bama, Texas, I was really impressed with that game. It was a lot of fun to watch, especially as an outside uh, observer. Um, <laughs> you know, deep in my heart of hearts, I have a little bit of a soft spot for Texas. Um, I don't know if it's because we've basically been on the same trajectory uh, for, I don't know, the last, you know, 20 some odd years. Except for that similar they, similar it, shades it, of it's, orange. It's just time, time, kind of, yeah, and they, they kind of rock a power T2. So I, I, I can be fine with Texas. Um it was a great game. I really enjoyed watching it. It was an exciting finish. Uh, I really wish that um, Texas could pull that off. Sorry, Jesse. Um, and that's not me being rude. That's just me wanting to see someone who's supposed to win lose. I would have said the same thing about you. I, I get it. I, it tr- trust me, I get it. Um, something that I was really impressed with was Bama's defense in this game. They were flying all over the field in that game. And it was a lot of fun to watch that defense play. I'm hoping that they keep up that intensity uh, going forward. I was thoroughly impressed with that team. Um, I'm hoping that they make some waves 
uh, when they play Oklahoma. I have a sneaking suspicion they're not going to, um, but we'll see how that goes. As far as the other games go, um, I, I want to take a moment to talk about Coach Drinky. Um, and I would like to ask how in the absolute blue you know where has he not gotten fired yet? Um, because I've been calling for his head since the day he was hired. Um, and I'm trying to figure out why he's still there. And, and I want him, fi- I want him fired now. Um, let's see. There was a couple of things. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I neglected to talk about the fact that they got blown out by Kansas state. So there's that. Um, yes. Yeah. Out. Bye. Um, let's see. <laughs> Jimbo, <laughs> baby. Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo, what what is you doing, baby? Come on. Not whispering to quarterbacks. Apparently, I'm telling you, I think old Crab Lakes was an aberration. I don't think he was the norm when it comes to quarterback development under Jimbo Fisher. Um, Appalachian State shocks the world again after they already did it to Michigan a couple years ago. Although that was probably eight eight or nine years ago now. It was a long time ago. I think that was was actually in the aughts. Was it? Yeah, I think so. Getting so old, Wes. yeah, I, 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 again, it makes the conference look awful, just awful, but it's a lot of fun and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm going to circle back around the Tennessee game. We have things to discuss. Yeah. Um, Kentucky, uh, pulling the one off against Florida. I'm all for it. Um, uh, I, I told y'all that Richardson wasn't that great. Didn't I say it last week? I said that and he showed, I mean, he went, 14 for 35 for 143 yards. Those are not Heisman numbers. Don't tell me he's the next Cam Newton. Sit down. Shut up. Don't say that. Um, by the way, I would like to say that it's funny that we forgot about Vanderbilt. Um, <laughs> we didn't even mean to. I know. I even thought about them. I just It didn't make it to the notes for whatever reason. So. To the two Vanderbilt fans, we're sorry. We apologize <laughs> profusely. We won't let that happen again. Georgia doing Georgia things. Not shocking. <laughs> But Jones got reamed out <laughs> by, by Ohio State. I'm sorry. I was thinking, oh, yeah. Yeah, 45-12. Eh, way to go botched. Um, Auburn struggled mightily. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's disconcerting. Ole Miss taking care of business. LSU taking care of business. Mississippi State and Arizona was a pretty interesting game for a while until Mississippi State pulled away from it. Now, let's, let's go back to my people. I um, I don't know what in the world was going on offensively for the first half of that game with Tennessee. Um, I, that looked like Tennessee week two last year, not Tennessee week 10 last year. Um, I am, I was really, really shocked how bad the offense played through most of that game. It seemed like, um, granted, they still got 416 yards to the offense, but I don't know. It just seemed, it seemed like we didn't play real well. Special teams had a rough day. Defense did a decent job of kind of holding things down. I felt like in spots, but um, that was just a crazy, crazy game. Um, I unfortunately did not get to see the finish because uh, I had a prior engagement I had to go to. I had to go watch a play with my wife. Um, I was definitely checking the score on my watch. Most of that, most of the play, um, but you know, going into overtime, uh, I was like, oh, this has got shades of of the Music City Bowl and all the other bad sort of situations that Tennessee's ended up in the last couple of years. So it's nice for a change 
to have a Tennessee team come out of an overtime period with a win. So um, I am hoping that we use this week against Akron as a tune up to get ourselves ready. Cause you know, Florida's coming uh, in a couple weeks. So I'm a, I'm a little, a little concerned. Although I don't think Pitt's as bad as people make them out to be. I mean, they did just come off a ACC conference championship. That's not that great, mind you, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm hopeful, uh, but I'm also cautious. I don't know. I don't you know, know who it, else is also hopeful. Who's that? Hypel. Hypel. Sorry. I was just trying to. Hypel <laughs> was definitely hopeful. Um, yeah. By the way, I want big kudos to uh, Cedric Tillman for his performance in that game. Kid can ball yeah. all day, every day. Well, I was going to mention that about Hypel. I know you're a little bit con- uh, concernicus, as you mentioned, but um, what do you think about Tennessee's ability to um, last beyond 60 minutes into the overtime period and, and, and not give up? I mean, like um, like uh, Hypel was saying, even in his post-game interview, saying that uh, it, it just shows the growth of the program. And, it, you know, he wasn't saying that, oh, yeah, uh, if we were put in this same situation last year with the overtime and everything, I know they lost last last year, but situation was a little bit different. But you could tell that he was satisfied uh, in terms of growth, that um, that they had been able to hang in there for 60 minutes plus against a yeah. quality opponent. Yeah, I, I feel like he's got a point. Uh, I feel like this team's definitely maturing. Um, this team's, granted, there's still pops and whistles that need to get taken care of. Um, but I feel like Tennessee did a pretty good job of staying with it, not getting frustrated, playing their game, um, and making a situation where they could have lost that game easily a couple of times. They did everything in the, in the book that you can do to lose a game. Um, yeah. But somehow they still managed to find a way to win. And good teams find ways to win. Isn't that right, Jesse? Yes. <laughs> Even if it's like in the last few minutes. Yeah. And you don't okay. deserve it. That's it's okay. all right. No, Texas should have won that game. It's kind of upsetting. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was a good weekend for football. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed most of those games. It was a, it was a chaotic weekend, that's for sure. Um, yeah. We need to figure out some kind of category for teams like – um, like Mizzou um, and Auburn, and I guess even A and M to a certain extent now, who are who are struggling against teams that they they shouldn't struggle. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> the I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed category. Um, by the way, did I neglected to talk about? And granted, they're out of conference, but I'm going to go ahead and point and laugh at Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was. Uh, that's a mess. That that's was a shocker. Mess. That's it was so great. Yeah, and um, what were the other ones we talked about? Uh, BYU and Baylor. Baylor. Um, wasn't there another oh, one? Was that one? I can't remember. Yeah, we talked about several uh, outside the conference very, very briefly. Vander- so Vanderbilt got stomped. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, not pretty. That's the best we yeah. forgot about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, thank you, Matt, for your thoughts on the week uh, games from last week. Um, let's talk about some brief news that uh, was just recently announced. Here's the news. All right. So uh, in a move that satisfies all of the college football fans across the board, um, at least mostly, we're still hoping for a different day. But anyway, the national championship has been moved from an 820 kickoff to 730 p.m. So we okay. might we cool. might get done before midnight. So I don't know about you guys, but, uh, you know. Regardless of who's playing, um, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to 
not staying up way, way, way late on a weeknight, nonetheless. <laughs> exactly. And as I, someone who's I, had to watch a lot of the late ones because we were participating in you it. You hear yourself, Jesse, sometimes. No, it's just I stayed up so late watching Bama win another national championship. You want to know how I stayed up I'm late so last tired. year? And then I was mad and tired. I was just a really grumpy gremlin no. the next day. Yeah. See, they need to fix that and just put it on Saturday yes. or something. You can start the game at 1030. Nobody will care. Exactly. Yeah, I'm already on Saturday. Sundays. I already have Sunday scaries. Add to them. I don't care. Yeah, put <laughs> crap on Sunday. Sunday be fine for it too. Yeah. Play that game on a Saturday. So yeah, I think uh, everyone was um, collectively excited about an earlier kickoff. However, everyone was also like, just move it <laughs> to a different day as well. Mm-hmm. Just you, you've already fixed it a little bit. Just fix it all the way. So um, cool. Everybody right. knows the Emmys moved because it's not whatever they say they were honoring (laughs) september 11th i don't think they were i think they knew that nfl was kicking off and that their ratings were not going to be as good with nfl on their ratings are already garbage to begin already garbage so they moved it um and they still had like four million less people than the nfl games did but even they moved their stuff we can move it can do it we can do the hard things right so all right um well uh let's uh go ahead and move from that segment to the speed round all right let's uh love that so much i know me too it was a lot of fun to make too um all right so let's go ahead and get into the speed round and uh jesse let's start with you uh what shocked you the most this weekend bama against a&m or i'm sorry (laughs) bama against texas struggling against texas a&m getting getting beaten at home by app state or kentucky beating florida in the swamp honestly I think it's going to be A&M getting beat by Appalachian state. Like I know that Bama was a 20 point favorite. I get that, but I still think you have a former Alabama assistant who knows this, you know, this program, everybody was hating on Texas. They had fire just fueling them. Um, so while I was horrified, I don't think that that is like out of the realm of possibility. A&M getting beaten by Appalachian State at home. So wild. Shocking. And and then and they paid them to do it. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot they of money. Paid them, they paid them a lot of money. A lot of One money. and a half million dollars to get yeah. beaten. It am I shocked? Yes. Am I elated? Also, yes. Am I yeah. a troll? Yes. <laughs> Matt, your your thoughts. Um, I'm gonna have to also go with the whole AM app state uh game because I'm trying to find the line on that game before kickoff. Was there even yeah. a line or was it I, one of those that was just like I'm blank? sure there had to have been a line? Um big. It was it was um oh actually I might say while oh, you're looking I there. I don't see it. Um well. I can tell you right now that that there was an 82% chance, according to Fan Nation, that that was going to win this ballgame. Um, but yeah, I it and and the problem with the AM App State game is it wasn't the fact that AM lost. That by itself was psychotic and nutso. But the way that they lost um was just mind-numbing, just absolutely mind-blowing. Because when you look at the team stats, and I'm trying to pull them up. Uh, let's see, Appalachian State, or sorry, Texas a was two for eight on third down. 
their offense got 180 yards of total offense. 97 of those in the air. The rest was on the ground. That's not a good outing. They had seven penalties for 60 yards. They had two turnovers. Time of possession, which is a great indication for how your football game's going. Uh, Appalachian State, 41-29. Texas A&M, 18-17. I found the line if you want to know it. So they went into the game, A&M did, with an 82.5% chance to beat them. Um, And the matchup, A&M was a 17-point favorite. Mm. The over-under was 55. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's probably the most surprising game of this weekend is that A&M game. Wes, can you read what you texted us? Yeah, I actually actually pulled it up because um, I thought it was very pertinent. Is, is Is it podcast appropriate, Wes? It is. It's yeah. just. It's. It's literally just a summary, but I it's mean, baffling. It, it, it would. It would be funny if it. The, <laughs> the summary is baffling. It's all beeps all of a sudden. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. All right. So Aggies quarterback Haynes King was 13 of 20 for 97 yards in the loss to App State. He was under pressure on only three of his 24 dropbacks and not blitzed once, according to PFF. King was 0 for 2 on deep balls, meaning 20 yards plus, and. Uh, one one of four on medium passes, 10 to 19 yards. King ran four times for 27 yards and fumbled twice. That's not that's not great. <laughs> for those of you that are not familiar with football statistics, that's really bad. <laughs> and I I, I yeah. shudder to think what the QBR was. I think I actually heard it, but I don't I can't remember the exact I, I number. Find it. Give me a second. It was it was low. <laughs> it was yeah, like the it, it have to be. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah, I, I think, right, here we go, here we go, here we go. QBR yeah. for that game. <laughs> 21.3. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. That's a, so that's I so bad. I would actually go with that too. So in, in in the speed round, I mean obviously it was it was a big shocker for sure, but um that actually brings us to the next question in the speed round perfectly. So should Jimbo Fisher stick with Haynes King, who hasn't looked great at all in his first two stars or should he give lsu transfer max johnson or true freshman connor wegman as i don't know if i'm saying that right a try <laughs> matt let's start with you i don't know i, I just, <laughs> listen it's obvious that haynes king struggled um well again it's just like any other time we don't see what these kids look like at practice we don't know about the work that goes into it a lot of it's guesswork from our end of the thing. Um, so I, Jimbo's going to have to make a call there. But if Haynes King comes out and plays another game like that, again, especially against an SEC opponent, they're going to start – the Boo Birds will come out in uh, Aggieville and they will start calling for somebody's head. Um, so they're going to have to make a move if he continues to struggle like that. I don't recall – let me see if I could pull it up. I don't recall what he looked like previously in the other games that they've had thus far. Um, so he was um, hurt a lot of last year, right? So um, that's why uh, Calzada was the starter. I've been trying to remember Calzada's name for like <laughs> since we've been recording and I couldn't think of it. All I could think of was either Calzone or Salsa. <laughs> I mean, it's close enough. It's not it. Um, so it looks People like in Auburn are saying the same thing against Sam Houston state. He went 20 for 31 for 364 yards and three touchdowns. So obviously that was against a team that isn't of the caliber as Appalachian state. Um, and by the way, who in the world decided during the yell thing that they needed to talk that kind of crap out of Appy state, like who okayed <laughs> that? 
Why do you let that happen? Sorry, because I know I, I was on Tuesday. That is a student-led so. organization, and 21-year-olds are in charge. Well, yeah, but have some... They need to have some kind of supervision for no, the, no, for the no, midnight no, they yell. Don't, they don't. They need to recruit smarter people is what they need to do. By the <laughs> right, way, Texas part of has to play Miami next week. <laughs> right. I can't wait to talk about that one. <sighs> You're excited. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Jesse, your thoughts. Should they go with someone I mean, else? I think in the post game, Jimbo already said that they were planning on making a change at quarterback. So I would be surprised if either mm. of those two did not start. But it's like Matt said, we don't know what they look like in practice. However, when you lose to an opponent like that at home, that's very concerning. And you put up those stats. Now, there could have been something happening in his personal life. I don't know. There could have been a lot of things that factored into his performance. But I would not be surprised if he does start Johnson. However, I think that also continues to deflate confidence and i just don't know i don't know how beneficial it is so i guess that's why they pay him the i big love bucks. i love a good quarterback controversy so this is going to be interesting to see how it plays out oh yeah couldn't help and, you it know jimbo's the quarterback whisperer so i'm sure they're all fantastic yeah yeah so um it's kind of a quarterback whisper lane kiffin yeah. Well, yeah. He, if anybody deserves that, that title, probably him. I'll say it. Um, so it's interesting. So you guys talk about, you never know what somebody looks like in practice. And a couple of years ago, um, you know, um, Dwan Mathis was really being hyped up at Georgia uh, going into the first game of the season. Um, looked great. Uh, uh, David Pollock used his favorite analogy, said he can sling it through a car wash and not get it wet. Um, and <laughs> Yeah, uh, he says that a lot. Anyway, um, so he was being hyped so up like like crazy, and then he gets in a game situation, and it just it's not the same as practice. And um, actually, Stetson Bennett ended up coming in in that game a couple of years ago. So, um, but it's just uh, like we said, he, he could look great in practice, but we don't know how he's gonna how, how the game affects people. And I know he's seen other other real game situations, but you know. Um, maybe when things uh, start not going your way, maybe things change a little bit in your mind. I don't know. So, um, all right. Well, um, let's see. What's the next one? All right. So, all right. Our next one, uh, Jesse, let's start with you again this time. Coach Drinky will be gone either during this season or after the season is over. What do you think? I think after the season is over, likely. I just don't know. I know that they fired the coach at Nebraska. I don't know that that's the guy you just pick up mid season to come in. And obviously they would, they would get somebody interim, but I think after the season is over somehow Mizzou has been very patient with him thus far. He's lasted a lot longer than I thought. So at this point, I don't expect them to fire him mid season. I think they will be patient even, even more and, and cut him at the end of the season, but he's got to go. And if he doesn't, then Mizzou, we need, we need to sit down because this seems like an abusive relationship where you're just letting this man hurt you and you don't have to. You don't have to. Matt, what do you think? 
Um, do you want the analytical part of what I think should happen or what I want to happen? I want whatever you got, man. Okay. I, I just pulled up uh, Drinky's uh, score. Uh, sorry, his win-loss record right now. Says that I, with such disdain. I did. <laughs> I have nothing but disdain for the man. Um, <laughs> in his head coaching rec- uh, record, he is 24 and 14. So at least he has a winning record there. The problem is, is that since he came to Missouri, he is 12 and 13. So with that in mind, I don't see they give it, they've given him three years. I don't, it depends on how bad things go over the next couple months. If they're getting nuked by people, then I could see them making a move. If they're competitive and lose games by a touchdown or field goal and they're, you know, finish mid range or mid or lower third of the SEC East, I could see them potentially giving him another year. They gave Butch five years. Uh, I mean, and they had true. plenty of plethora of reasons to fire that guy. Um, so I don't, I don't know. All I know is that they're paying him how much right now? His annual salary is four million dollars a year to go five and five, six and seven, and one. <laughs> I feel like That's I should do that. Yeah, yeah. I'll take four million. To I, you know go. what would be, you know what would be really fun and what would be really kind of funny? What's that? If, if they fire Drinky after the end of the season. Let's say they go six and seven. All right. Um, they they fire him at the end of the season. And then they announce over the after the bowls have gone through early January. And as they announce, they decide to play a little music. Can we get a banjo? And then uh, a certain Ed Ogeron kicks in the door and says that he's the head coach at Missouri now. Oh my God. All while drinking uh, a fifth of whiskey. Uh, that would be <laughs> just the absolute best thing ever. I would love that. Me too. Or what if they went and got Hugh Freeze? He's still hanging around too. <laughs> yeah. Les Miles in need of a job? Where's he at? Well, I don't even know where Les Miles is. Um, he's still alive. Les, no Les was at doing. Kansas and um, he left under um, not so great circumstances. That's right. There were some some shenanigans at Kansas. That there were some trouble. accusations. I, and honestly, I haven't heard anything since then. Um, but I haven't, yeah, haven't, haven't heard anything about old Les lately. Um, I, you know, I think he'll probably, I was, I was thinking that drinky was going to make it to the end of the season. However, Jesse, you said something that blew my mind. They're talking about Scott Frost. Mm-hmm. What if they got a guy who his, his stock is kind of low right now. However, probably a decent coach, uh, who everybody was high on a few years ago, right? Scott Frost, one of the hottest names in coaching, coach searches, coaching searches. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, what if they could swing that deal because man, maybe he might be more willing to go, you know, to a school like Mizzou. It might be a little easier for him to recruit at Mizzou. Um, it's, I mean, I don't know. maybe not though. I don't know. I'm just as likely to go to Nebraska as I am to Mizzou, but maybe um, right now I think he's probably feeling very agitated and open to deals and negotiations. So if they throw a big enough paycheck, who knows? Money talks. Who can we yeah. take out? Of, who can we, I love how we're already doing the carousel and the man hadn't even gotten fired yet. Um, <laughs> who can we take out of mothballs to put back a, put the headset back on? Less is an option. Sure. Why not? What's um, Derek Mason doing? Who? Derek Mason. Derek Mason um, yeah, he left uh, Auburn. Where did he go after he left Auburn? Um, there's, all, there's always Bob Stoops. <laughs> Good God. I there was talk that they were gonna hire him at um no not stoops. It was uh uh oh I just had a brain fart. He was just with the Jaguars. 
Urban Meyer. There Urban was, Meyer. Uh, oh, there, God. there was talk they were going to hire Urban Meyer. At oh, yeah. I think people are done with Urban by now. I think they it's just gotta be. let it rest. I don't know. Uh, Derek Mason Hold is up. at uh, he's the defensive coordinator for Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. Okay, what's old um, headset doing? Spurrier. Yeah. Uh, Spurrier? <laughs> so he's enjoying oh, dear Lord. He he's like living the executive life down in Florida now. He's just he might have a year left. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he spent all that time trying to build South Carolina into something after Lou Holtz left. So he he decently built them and, he, and they and weren't he, it, like it worked. It worked for a bit. They weren't like, you know, perennial powerhouse or anything, but they were, they were much, scared. much they improved. Would, yep. They would they would worry people. <laughs> yeah. There's gotta right. be some coach in like I don't know, somewhere in the Big Ten that wants to go somewhere slightly warmer. Yeah, yeah. I was if I know, if another name comes to mind, I, I'm gonna say it, but I can't I can't think of any right now off the top. Um, okay, so um, that gets us through the speed round. Let's uh, let's talk about some of these upcoming games. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and get started with the noon kickoffs. Um, Georgia, uh, 2-0 and uh, at South Carolina, 1-1, 0-1 in the SEC. Um, that is on ESPN at noon if you'd like to watch. Um, so let's start with you, Jesse. What are your uh, expectations and predictions for this game? I think we saw a little bit of life in South Carolina last weekend against Arkansas. They're on the up and up. They're building their program, but it's just not there. Uh, yet they still have a lot of growing pains to get through. Spencer Rattler needs to adjust. Uh, the team needs to adjust around him. So I, I got to go with UGA, which should come as no surprise and nobody else should pick another team in this game, but I'm picking UGA 54, 24. And I think a lot of, uh, the points for South Carolina are going to come in garbage time. Okay. Matt, it's a good call, Jesse. I like that. Um, you know, South Carolina used to be a trap game for Georgia. Um, notice Very I much. said used to be. This game will not be a trap game for Georgia. Um, I don't foresee South Carolina being able to do much um, offensively speaking or defensively speaking. I think Georgia's going to score at will. I think the underclassmen are going to get in early. So I'm going to say UGA wins 48-14. And I will go with Jesse and say both of those touchdowns are going to come in garbage time. Okay. Um, Georgia has not allowed a touchdown yet. Just putting that out there. Um, but and it's a lot of field goals. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, they haven't played anybody either, but that's it's, neither here nor there. Yeah, we didn't know that going into the first game, and we still don't. We'll see how Oregon does the rest of the rest of the season. But yeah, yeah, I get you. I, I understand. No, no um, offense, Wes. No, none taken. Uh, we'll see what happens against more quality teams. But um, all right, yeah, I think South Carolina is on the rise, as you said, Jesse. Um, though uh, an upset Georgia might be. A little bit further down the road, I think, for, for Beamer. Um, I don't think it's going to be this year. Um, I just think that the defense uh, is going to over, overwhelm Rattler. Um, and uh, I think that'll be kind of one of the key uh, matchups in this game. So um, I got Georgia winning this one 38 to 10. Yes, that does include Does anybody else feel nervous about picking, like, the obvious team after last right. week? Right. Nah, that was after. Cool. After last week, all bets are off. Mercury He's is still, still in, in retrograde. retrograde. Everyone's in retrograde. <laughs> what did that? What date did I say? It's it's till like October something. Yeah, it's like eighth well, or ninth or something yeah. like that. I don't know. All right, let's talk about. By the, the way, before we move yeah. away from South Carolina, I yeah. need Shane Beamer to stop celebrating field goals 
like he just won a national championship. He's becoming a meme. It's getting ridiculous. <laughs> hey, I, I appreciate the, the, the man no, showing some, uh, no, some support. No. You do like every other winning football coach in the SEC goes and goes, all right, we got some points. Defense is get not ready. a winning coach yet. <laughs> well, that's a good point. Matt, all right, Shane, if you're listening He's to this, like no more emotion. Dad. Shane, I, like, I don't care if you show emotion. Just show it in the right places. <laughs> Hitting a field goal when you're down by four scores is not the time for to celebrate a field goal. It's Matt, not. I need, I need you like to teach. The parent that doesn't understand the activity that you've chosen to do, and they go to it, and they're just like, yay, things are happening. <laughs> Matt, I need you to teach a class showing emotion at the proper times with Matt Fortson. <laughs> I would probably get in trouble. On today's class. lesson, yeah. <laughs> What's the proper way to show that you're frustrated with your defensive line? Let me show you. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Youngstown State, the Penguins, uh, nonetheless, uh, at 2 0, currently at Kentucky, also 2 0, noon on SEC Network. Jesse, your thoughts on this matchup? I keep changing my things, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> obviously, I'm going to pick Kentucky at this one. Um, I think it's going to be 31-13 because I don't know much about the Penguins. Matt. Well, I want to point out the Youngstown State is undefeated right now. Um, they have two wins, one over Duquette and one over Dayton, and they won both of those games handedly. And we all know that Duquette and Dayton are football powerhouses. So I'm going to go ahead and pick Youngstown State. At, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go with Kentucky just like everybody else, 38-10. Well, they may be the mighty Penguins, but uh, I think they're going to they're gonna get beaten in this one. I got uh, Kentucky 45-10 to 10 on this one. By the way, how the heck do you settle on Penguins as your mascot? I don't know, but it's so fun. I mean, it's it all is. right, but it's so I fun. just – they were probably it's, like, we want a mascot that nobody else has. And it's like, well, what's, what's available? And then, like, the random intern was like, we could be penguins. Well, you know, it lends itself to two fun mascots. Just, uh, first of all, a costume. And then, second of all, the uh, alive mascot possibility. And a little, you know, like a little cooler enclosure over there in the corner. Well, That'd Mr. Be pretty cool. uh, Mr. Popper's penguins. Yeah, exactly. It'd be pretty, pretty fun. Um, I just I just looked it up and they literally were sitting around in the gym. In, no, in the yeah, in the gym. And someone said, we should be the penguins. And everybody was like, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, that's that's it's worked decently for the Pittsburgh penguins. I mean, <laughs> that makes sense. They're on ice. for goodness <laughs> sake. Anyway, let's well, move. Youngstown uh, in the winter uh, is probably on ice a lot. So that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, um, let's talk about the Abilene Christian Wildcats at 2-0 at Missouri at 1-1, noon on ESPN+. Plus. Jesse, your thoughts on this one? I'm calling it. So um, don't oh, do, don't do snap. It. Don't do it. I'm calling the upset alert. Ding, 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 ding. She did it. She's doing it. Um, I'm picking Abilene Christian. I am. I know in years past, they were pretty decent at baseball, which has no translation to football, <laughs> but I have trust issues after last week. And I think Mizzou is trash. So I'm picking Abilene Christian in a close one, 28, 24. You know, um, of all the ones to pick, I, I cannot argue with that logic. <laughs> I love it when Jesse goes in all in on teams. You're garbage. <laughs> right. Matt, what, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, listen, as much as I would love to pick Abilene Christian, and to see Coach Drinky get that much closer to getting fired. Um, I, I'm what do you do to you, Matt? I'm, I'm going to 
do you want that list categorically or chronologically? Because I could you personally, yes, <laughs> yes. I was anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna no. go ahead with go ahead pick Missouri 21-17. This will be a close one, but they'll find a way to pull it off, I guess. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going not quite that close. I'm gonna go Mizzou uh, 38 to 21 uh, in this one. Um, I don't know why. I should have less faith in them, but going with that. Um, all right, let's go with uh, let's go to Ole Miss at two and zero at Georgia Tech one and one three thirty on ABC. Jesse, your thoughts on Ole Miss at Georgia Tech? Yeah, I think this one is kind of a no brainer. Uh, it's an ACC team and one that's not even that great. So I'm going to pick Ole Miss as everyone else should thirty eight thirteen. Matt. Yeah, I have a hard time imagining. This is not Georgia Tech in 1991. I'm sorry, it's not. Um, this is not a Tech under Paul Johnson, uh, and this is not a Georgia Tech team that's going to be able to hang. So I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, Ole Miss win this thing 42-10. And they lost their running back to us. Oh, I did not hear that part. That's Yeah, that's true. Um, I do know um, uh, that Luke Altmyer left the uh, last game with an upper body injury, um, I, but honestly, I don't really think it matters who starts uh, here. At quarterback, uh, I'm still going to go with Ole Miss winning this one, 38 to 24. Um, let's move to Penn State, uh, 2-0 and at Auburn, also 2-0, and 3-30 on CBS. Uh, Jesse, what are your predictions for this game? I'm excited for this one just because it was, I think it was last year that was pretty good. I mean, it was one. at Penn State last year, but uh, this one was really fun to watch. I'm hoping it will be fun this year, but... I don't have confidence in Auburn. Um, so I'm picking Penn State 31 to 20. And either I'm going to really go up in the pick them or I'm just going to further go in the hole. And so either way, whatever. I'm doubling yep. down. It's, it's fair, Matt, your thoughts. Yeah, I, uh, I, like, I like Auburn's chances here only because they're at home. And this is a premier game. It's a 3.30 slot on CBS, so it's going to be, uh, it's going to be hopping. Um, there's also rumors I've been hearing uh, from a friend of mine who's an Auburn fan that says that there are plans to wear orange jerseys for this game. Mm. Um, yeah, I was unaware that Auburn had orange jerseys. I've uh, never seen that. They wore them have, once yeah. for, I want to say it was some bowl game or something. He told me about it the other day. Uh, it would be. It, it, maybe 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 that'll give them a little bit of an edge you know if you look good you feel good you play good i don't know sometimes when you change up the jerseys just ask georgia when they decided to do that blackout in like what was it 2008 or nine i think it was nine nine 2009 they did the blackout and they were it all worked about, against auburn <laughs> it did not go well. a lot of times teams do that and it does not go well yeah well It'll be, I, I have faith that Auburn with that environment in that afternoon, if it was a night game, I'd pick Auburn by at least no score, but with it being a day game, I like Auburn's chances. So I'm picking Auburn 21, uh, 20. Yeah. I, I know it's in Auburn. Um, I still don't have a good feeling about this. Uh, rumors are that the ashes of all the burnt sweater vests have been lost and um, juju. <laughs> yeah it's just uh, there's no more of that crazy magic going on right now down there so um i think um as much as i hate to pick against the conference i'm gonna have to go with penn state on this one and a close one 27 to 24 so but it should be fun to watch and it should be a good a good one i think 
All right, let's move to Vanderbilt at two and one at the Northern Illinois Huskies at one and one, three thirty on CBS Sports Network. Jesse, what's your prediction? I'm going to pick with the conference this time, not by a lot. Um, I'm going to go, my dog is very passionate about this particular one. Um, I'm going to go with Vandy 28 to 17. I knew people that went to Northern Illinois, um, and they never mentioned football. So (laughs) I love that. That's just such a great, uh, real life experience there. You you come to pigskins and pageantry for my excellent, (laughs) um, ability to pick with solid reasoning. (laughs) But it it is all built on logic, and I love it. So, <laughs> Matt, your your thoughts on this one? Uh, yeah, I think Vanderbilt's going to have to. If you lose to Northern Illinois, I think we need to take a vote of the fan base from the entire conference and vote y'all out. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick Vanderbilt here, twenty one fourteen. All right, Vandy fans, don't hate me. <gasps> no, he's not. It's he cl- is. it's it's close, You're but. I think being at home gives the Huskies the edge. I think it's already close. It's close. And I hate to do it, but I'm going to go with Northern Illinois, 31 to 28. So, okay. sorry, Vandy. You, it's you just, absolute madman, you. I should have, I, I probably should have flipped this. I probably should have gone with Vandy and then uh, gone against Mizzou. But hey, with, this is what we got. So, um, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Let's, let's move to uh, UL Monroe. I know that's a touchy subject, Jesse. It's a long time ago, but wounds are still fresh. One and one at Alabama, two and oh, four o'clock on SEC Network. All right, Jesse, what are your what are your thoughts on this one? Wounds may still be fresh as they always will be. However, Nick Saban is mad, mad. Oh, he big mad. He yeah. big mad about <laughs> last week. We all big mad. <laughs> and I think the team is embarrassed. And what better way you should to be embarrassed. deal with those feelings? than to stomp UL Monroe at home in Bryant-Denny Stadium with 101,000 of your closest friends. <laughs> so I'm picking the Tide 54 to 10. All and right. And comes in garbage time. Okay, yeah. Uh, Matt. Uh, I want to point out by the transitive property of uh, uh, football, uh, UL Monroe played Texas in week one and lost 53-10. So Ooh. I'm going to go ahead and say that Texas is and Bama apparently are, are somewhat close at this point. Um, I know that's a frightening thought, isn't it? Uh, so I'm going to say that Bama gets the close to that same score, but actually exceeds it because they're super pissed and they big mad. And so they because big they big mad. mad and I'm sure Nick Saban probably made them run gassers the minute they got back to Tuscaloosa on Saturday. Tackling you know? drills. The um, yeah. day. Yeah, I'm sure he did. So I'm going to say that they're going to be very angry, frustrated, um, and out for blood. And I'm going to say that Bama throttles them 63-10. The thought of Nick Saban in the locker room going, well, you should be embarrassed, is just hilarious to me. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a no-brainer here. Bama wins big, big, as you said, big mad. Lots of adjustments made this week, I'm sure. Uh, plus it's UL Monroe. I'm going with Bama 55 to seven. Um, next is Mississippi state at two and O uh, at LSU. Oh, this is uh, a conference play. I know at one and one. Well, we had South Carolina and Georgia earlier, but yeah, I know what you mean. This one, I, this one should actually be a pretty good one. I think it's six o'clock on ESPN. 
Uh, Jesse, what is your prediction for this matchup? I'm, I think I might, I'm changing everything. Um, <laughs> I just, cause at first I didn't look where the game was um, or the time. And that oh, was it a night game. Oh, it's 6 PM. That's, mm, yeah, that's true. Uh, so easing I'm, into nighttime. Yeah. I'm still, <laughs> I'm going to go with my pick. I'm going to say Mississippi state takes this one. However, I think it's, mm, I'm going to change again. I think I'm just like thinking in my head and talking myself out of it. Picking Mississippi State. However, it is a close one because it is, it's in Death Valley at a somewhat night game. That's, that's a hard place to go. So Mississippi State 35 to 31. Okay. Matt, your prediction. Mm, Line on this game's two and a half right now. Uh, favoring Mississippi State. Um, so it's going to be tight. It's going to be close. But with LSU in the evening, sun starts to come down on the bayou a little bit. Eh, things weird. get kind of weird. The voodoo gets kicked on. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with LSU on this one. I'm going to say LSU wins 28-24. Okay. You think Brian Kelly can do it? I think he's got it. Guys, this is a big win from Mike Leach and yes. Baton Rouge. Well, you better hope it is. It's uh, so I'm going actually going with the same score, just uh, in reverse. I got Mississippi State winning this one 28 to 24. I think Will Rogers has a night against a uh, very lackluster LSU defense. And um, yeah, I think it's still going to be close, but going to be a, a big win for Mike. So, and I can't wait to hear the interviews afterwards if, if that indeed does happen. Um, but either way, should be a good game. Can't wait to watch that one. Um, all right, let's move to the Missouri State Bears at 2-0. At Arkansas, also 2-0. This is 7 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. Jesse, your prediction. I got to go with Arkansas. I was really encouraged last week with the performance by KJ Jefferson um, and just the way they spread the ball around. I think their defense is getting much better. So I also don't know much about the Bears. Um, the Bears. So Go with Arkansas 3117. Matt, your thoughts. If I have to, like, if I've never heard of your football team, I immediately think don't don't go the route of the Aggie midnight yell. I had had to Google this. Rednecks, they can't even (laughs) find the stadium because they can't even read. We're going to send them back to hang out with their sisters. Um, I, I, what is Missouri State? The premier flagship school in the state can't even hang at all. Why is the subpar? It's not, I'm not even going to wax the. No, Missouri State's going to lose this ball game. Arkansas rolls 42 14. I was going to try and be funny. I'm not going to be funny. This isn't funny. They're going to beat the crap out of these kids. Just go ahead and move on. Uh, to quote, uh, remember the Titans, zero fun, sir. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I think. Um, so we, t- the ironic thing is last week, I think w- when we were picking, we said um, a lot of these games aren't about who's going to win. Obviously, we know who's going to win. It's the amount, right? Mm-hmm. And then App State beats Texas A&M. So um, <laughs> shows you what we know, right? Right. Well, um, I, I'm going to stick with Arkansas. I'm not going to say I'm not going to get too crazy here, but uh, I'm going to say Arkansas wins this one 52 to six. You're not going to get too crazy, and you said they hang a fifty burger on them. Well, no, I just mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to pick the upset. I'm not going to get crazy that. like that. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, let's uh, 
I can't even say this one with a straight face. Let's talk about the Akron Zips. What does that mascot look like? One in one. It's I gotta a look kangaroo. It up. It's a bloody kangaroo. How fun! Hey, again, a great opportunity for a costume. Great opportunity for a live mascot that could potentially injure someone. Um, yeah, that's a one in one. A the Akron Zips. Kangaroos in Akron? Oh yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I wonder what the motivation behind that was. Oh, we, we can we can research that um, while the others are talking. But um, uh, at Tennessee at two and zero. Uh, seven o'clock on ESPN plus Jesse what is your prediction for the zips at the Vols I think the zips are not going to be too zippy um in Knoxville I'm gonna go with the Vols 35 to 10 that is the name of the mascot by the way zippy it's not Football. It was chosen by committee in 1953. Of course, of course, it was chosen by committee. This is the reason why committees don't work. (laughs) Can you imagine just like, you know, we have the elephant, we have like this really scary elephant in our throwback logo, and it looks really cool. You're just like a little kangaroo on your shirt, just like wearing it. So this is this is fun. This is this actually makes sense in a circular kind of way. So the uh, not not the kangaroo, but the name. Uh, zips is the shortening of zippers, which is a, f- a pair of rubber overshoes and a brand name of the BF Goodrich Company of Akron. God, I hate the Midwest. <laughs> Isn't it? It's like we took a long road to get there, but but here we are. So, um, Matt, did you give your score prediction? No. Okay. Yeah. What you got? Fire. <laughs> damnation. All sorts of death and destruction. Uh, it will be a bloodbath. I'm sending Tennessee wins this thing 45-14. Okay, 45-14. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to disagree there. I got uh, Tennessee winning this one 58-10. to 10. Yeah. So lots of by fun the way, for the By offense. the way, I want to point out that Akron played Michigan State last week and mm-hmm. lost 52-0. So, yeah, that well, changed. Cha- in fact, now that I think about it, I'm changing my score. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm not going to do 45-14. I'm going to do... I'm going to do uh i'm gonna do 48 i'm seeing i'm seeing six <laughs> okay yeah 48 to six didn't want to put that 50 burger up there but i think it's gonna happen so um all right uh let's talk about these south florida bulls at one and one at florida doubles at one and one uh 730 on sec network uh jesse what is your prediction for the bulls at the gators it's like florida and Arkansas don't have to travel or something like all of their games are home (laughs) games. Uh, I don't understand, but I was very discouraged by Florida last week, specifically Richardson. So I am going to pick the Gators in this. However, I don't think it's a blowout. I'm going with UF 28 to 17. Okay. 28, 17, Matt, what you got? Um, yeah, Florida's not going to have any trouble here, I don't think, especially if this is a team that, you know, couldn't hang with BYU. And surely Florida's better than BYU. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I'm going to say Florida wins this thing 42-13. Um, yeah, I think I think as with, with some of these other games that we've seen, uh, there's going to be uh, the, the lack of pressure there um is going to help uh richardson reach his full potential here not to say that he can't handle the pressure but uh i think that definitely helps uh in this one so 
the fact that they're that they're facing the Bulls, I'm going to go with Florida winning this one. Um, what did I say? 42 to 17. Wes right. is still high on Richardson. I, I see. I see it, Wes. I see that no. you want to you want to believe. I get it. It's one of those things. I kind of believe it when I see it. Um, we've seen flashes um, in the past couple of years, uh, but until it happens in a against a quality opponent, um, and then consistently, then I'll be there. Um, all right, uh, Miami, two and zero at Texas A and M at one and one nine o'clock. It's a late one, nine o'clock. Of course, it is in Texas uh, yeah. on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesse, your thoughts on this game? So, a recent memory serves me that Texas A and M lost to App State. Um, odd makers still have the Aggies as a five and a half point favorite. Um, with nearly two to one money line odds. Now, Miami is not perfect, right? They may be two and no, but they're not perfect. Um, sometimes their quarterback causes some issues in the secondary. Um, and their front seven is, is all right. They might be able to do some stuff offensively. So I'm not giving Texas A&M the benefit of the doubt. I'm picking Miami in this one. Because I'm a hater, I'm a troll, and I think this quote-unquote underdog in Miami might be able to do it too. So I'm going to pick Miami in a close one, 35 to 31. All right. It's bold. Matt, what do you got? It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it works out for him. It probably um, won't, but I'm going to do it. Not. Doubling uh, down. I surely, first off, I want to talk. I want to point out the fact that Texas A&M still ranked. And I'm trying to figure out how in the heck that happened. Uh, I, yeah, I, uh, hmm. this is a tough one because part of me wants to pick Miami simply because they're on a run right now. And Miami can kind of sort of play. But the other part of me is going, surely Jimbo won't let them lose. But surely they won't. He won't let that happen. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and pick Texas A&M. It's going to be tight. I don't want to. I don't want to pick Tech. I want Miami win this game just for the chaos. Um, but I want, uh, I'm going to say Tammy wins this thing 28-24. Okay, 28-24. All right. As uh, in the words of White Goodman, are you ready for the hurricane? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I, I will go with A&M, but it is going to be close. I'm going to go 24-21. So um, I'm going to be performing a lot of chaos magic this weekend. It should be. Should be should be wild. I'm telling you, another another wild weekend ahead of us. I think there's so. some good games on the slate this weekend. There really are. It's, it was it's kind of a sneaky week because at first glance you're like, eh, not a great opponent, eh, not a great opponent. But then you start look at some of these others like Mississippi State, LSU, Miami, A and M, uh, even uh, Penn State, uh, Auburn. I think I think that that game's going to be barn burner. I think. Yeah, there's a, a lot of good ones out there. So yeah, definitely looking forward to that. All right. Um, well, that brings us to our just for fun segment and uh, in, a, in a fun, different way to look at food, which we've talked about a lot on here about, you know, what what would each coach, uh, what's their favorite meal? What what would they order at a bar, et cetera, et cetera. But let's kind of take a different take on that, on the food and drink category. And instead of all that stuff, let's imagine that you get to pick one of the SEC coaches to cook you a meal. Who are you going to pick to cook you that meal and why? Jesse, let's start with you. What do you got? Who? So I did not, I did not prepare for this. I just like to hear these Scuff. questions. 
off the top of my head and word vomit out what I think. Um, There's two that come to mind. So I, I will say one. And then if no one says the second one afterwards, I'll, I'll follow up. And it's not necessarily who I would want to cook me a meal. It's just who I think I know what they would make. Okay. I'm going to go with Kirby smart. Okay. And Kirby has this, to me, he just looks like that dad that wears new balances and goes to home Depot on the weekends you know, he's living his best life. And I think he's going to make what I call white people tacos, where he goes to the grocery store and he gets the, you know, just the box that has the kit. Right. And he knows how to brown, you know, ground beef. And he just is like, so proud because he has somehow managed to make something that resembles a meal. And it's like spicy. And, uh, it's just, it's, he makes white people tacos. Okay. And and that's what you, you want that. It's not, yeah, okay. I, I don't know that I want it. I just think that's that's what I know. You want to see it, yeah. I'm I'm confident in that one. He shows up, he's like, he he's wearing the visor. He just like brings it on a platter and you're just like, oh, you said you, said you were making something gourmet. And you're like, he's like, yeah. Fun fact. I made tacos. Have- he does have a visor that matches his pajamas as well that he always yeah. wears, he's always oh has a visor God, on. I hate it so like, much. Hey, hey, also, I got this picante sauce. <laughs> if you want to drizzle it on your tacos, I'll a little spice to it. Where did that come from? Not New York City, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kirby Smith's such a frat dad. It, it really is. It's so bad. Okay, so um, Jesse, your answer is Kirby Smart and white people tacos. All right, so Matt, who is your choice? Uh, Seeing how we're sticking with the more comical end of things, um, I want to I want to point out the the I want this in no way, shape, form, or fashion. But I think that Drinky would make a hell of a charcuterie board. and i'm not i'm not a charcuterie board kind of guy like i'm meat and potatoes what is this i can't eat like there's there's cheese on here that smells like feet i don't want to eat this (laughs) um but i have a sneaky suspicion he would probably be really good at it he would take a lot of pride in it um he would probably be so enthused about the idea of building a charcuterie board and showing off his presentation skills um he would probably have uh, several different bottles of wine to uh, pair with said charcuterie board no doubt um, he just he just strikes me as that type that's the funny haha kind of pick the other pick i'm thinking is sam Pittman. Um, i was waiting and sam Pittman probably is the master of the grill there's just something oh, yeah. about him that strikes me as being really good at grilling things like like he'd be out there grilling like grilled mac uh, grilled mac and cheese and burgers and steak and just really good stuff. Oh, that man can cook a peach pie on a grill. Yeah, I bet he can. I mean, he's got he's got the name. He is the pit master. So well, that's true. I didn't even make that connection. He smokes so. that brisket over night. Oh, you want to talk about it just falls apart. You don't actually have to slice it. It just crumbles. It just falls apart. Swallow it. Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. Well, I think that's a good one. Um, so, you know, I was actually going to go with um, Kirby Smart as well. And this is interesting. I, I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, Kirby Smart is really, uh, really passionate about food. 
Um, and if you don't believe me, let's just let's just listen to a clip of him talking about it. All I want to do is fucking eat. I want you to eat. I want you to eat. I want you to want this. Shit. Do you want it? Do you want it? Show me. <laughs> you guys, you guys remember when that when that footage leaked of the of the the um, pep talk that he was giving the team? No, I don't. You guys don't remember that? Which? Oh which man. Year? I think it was uh, like two years ago. Was um, it when they were about to play Bama? Maybe. And I'm not sure which game, though, um, because yeah. it, it, it came out. Somebody had it um, on like some it was posted on Twitter. Of somebody. That's right. That's I feel like there was other stuff in there where he was like on Bama. We were all like, what the hell? Somebody um, was somebody was like vi- videoing on their iPhone a oh, video on a laptop now. of <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. And yeah, if you, if you could hear the audio from any coaches pep talk, um, it would be, um, quite interesting. Um, but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> I thought when I was talking, thinking about food, I was like, wait a second, that'd be perfect. <laughs> so, um, I think that's, uh, as you said, the comical choice, um, you guys so have already taken, huh? What's he oh, making? what's he making? Gosh, I don't know. After that, he's I mean, making, anything. he's making you feel this small. Any, anything with that with that amount of you know intensity, I think it could probably be cooked pretty Happy well. Tacos. Yeah, definitely. Let's let's go with that because that's probably what it is, or you know, whatever. Um, but um, you, white you, people tacos. You took some good ones. You took uh, so uh, yeah, Sam Pittman. I think is like a no brainer because the dude is like that's just yeah. Um, but I think one that uh, should get an honorable mention is, uh, Mike Leach, because you know that he is eating some strange stuff, probably, probably some pirate themed stuff. Going on a quail uh, hunt. Oh, dude. Yeah. He's got like your dinner and shooting it from the sky himself. I guarantee yeah. you that man's had a turducken. I guarantee with, he's had a turducken. With a, uh, old fashioned musket, not a rifle. That's oh like, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I think that, yeah, there's some some stuffed pheasant on his table. Um, we're talking just like wild cuisine. So I think that should that should definitely get uh, an, my, an honorable mention. My second sure. one didn't get set. So I'm going to say go it. for it. Um, I'm going to pick Lane Kiven. And Lane is not what you would call a cook. Yeah. Lane is the guy that's like, I'm going to make you dinner. And you're like, oh, that's so nice. And you go over and he's got, you know, like Coke cans. And then he's like, if you want something nicer, I do have Natty in the fridge. And then he also has gotten like appetizers that are Cheetos. And he swung by Taco Bell and got the family. <laughs> he got the big oh, box. He got the big box. Um, so that is what I think Lane is cooking. If you're lucky, you might've gotten the cheesesteak quesadilla in there. Yeah. <laughs> He's cooking as fast as his fingers can dial. <laughs> and I love that. I, be, yeah. I bet I bet he wears out Uber. I bet he oh, Uber eats at his house all the time. It has to be. He's got to be wearing out Uber Eats. No doubt. All right. Well, I uh, I really like those. So um, cool. All right. Well, hey, that was a good uh, a good mini sode. Um, appreciate you guys uh, coming on and talking about it. Um, if uh, you, the listeners, would like to contact us, please do so at e- uh, email us at pigskinsandpeasantry at gmail.com. We can also be found on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all three at pigskinsandpeasantry. 
We're at Twitter at PPICC Podcast. Don't forget we are available for download on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and most podcasting apps for iPhone, Android, and other operating systems. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and review. Give us five stars. We'd appreciate that. Hit uh, hit the subscribe on YouTube. Um, yeah, share. It's, uh, we'd greatly appreciate that. Like we said, a lot of uh, exciting games coming up. Looking forward to them this weekend. Uh, until next time, this is Wes. Go dogs. Evelyn Christian, Penn State, Miami, don't let me down and make me look stupid. As always, roll tide. Gotta zap the zips. Let's get into <laughs> it, ball fans. Go big orange. <laughs>